All right, we're recording. And three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of Pop Culture Addicts and Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We're joining forces today. It's really not a joining of forces because, you know, Kathleen and I are pop culture addicts, but we're also funny science fiction. And Nick is funny science fiction, and, and we always work together anyway, so. Are we just using both of our personalities or two of our personalities at the same time? Sure. This was supposed to be a Star Wars special, but if you want it to be about Moon Knight, yeah, that can be that too. <laughs> well, I but don't know. Uh, you might have multiple personalities. You never know. I probably do. But this is, of course, our Star Wars edition. We are very excited to share May the 4th with you, and we want to wish you a very happy May the 4th. And in a galaxy far, far away, but really close near to you, this is due to our special event tonight. We are only showing one of our sponsor videos. Because that sponsor is Level Up Lightsabers. So let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. Links for Level Up Lightsabers can be found in the show notes and the comments section. Absolutely. Since this is a pre-recorded episode, those will only be in the in the show notes. Oh yeah, so. makes sense. All right. So we also want to make remind you, my brain is almost working tonight. This is, this could be interesting. All right. So we also you remind are great about me. <laughs> want to remind you that uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, please take a moment to subscribe. Your subscription helps us a ton. And if you would like, you can always buy us a coffee. Buying us a coffee with the link that is down in the show notes helps us to continue to create content, helps us to offset some of the costs, and you guys get content to laugh at when our show goes off the rails. When? When it goes off the rails? Did we start on rails? <laughs> well, a rail. Should we just fact, have a train instead? We're not even on a train. We're on a spaceship. <laughs> I'm going to feed your bike. I want one of the shiny Vespa sand scooter things. <laughs> For the slow-mo chase. <laughs> yes. So, guys, Star Wars and the month of May, May the 4th in particular, means a lot to a lot of people. And it's a great opportunity to share our thoughts on what Star Wars means to us. So tonight, we're each going to take an opportunity here. We're going to... Uh, not only tell you what Star Wars means to us, what we, what we appreciate about Star Wars, things along those lines, but we also have some short videos from our favorite content creators and some fellow podcasters. And towards the end of the show, we're going to also review some of our own Star Wars content that we've had here on Funny Science Fiction, some stuff over on Pop Culture Addicts, and give you guys an opportunity to have to know what to go look for out on our two YouTube channels so that you can have continuous Star Wars content for the entirety of the Star Wars month in May. So we're going to take a moment here and let's all give uh, what it is about Star Wars that we appreciate or what Star Wars means to us. Kathleen, would you like to go first? Star Wars is like my marriage. No, no, hey, that is theft. <laughs> that is plagiarism. That is my line. And frankly, I'm offended. As you should be. It was meant to be offensive. No, so I mean, a lot like Tim, yes. Star Wars has been there for 
everything in my life. I am the young one on this show, so I've never had time without Star Wars. Star Wars has always been a part of my life. The original trilogy was released before I was born. I was one of the up-and-coming Star Wars fans when... What? How old do you think I am? Incredibly. You're like, I'm the only one to ever never live without Star Wars. I was born in 76. The movie came out in 77. It's always been so part of my life. You lived without it. Pfft, rude. No, I didn't. You were anyway. born before Google, so... <laughs> You're welcome. Hmm. All right, make notes. This might be the last pop culture science, funny science fiction show ever. (laughs) Making notes. (laughs) Sorry. But, I mean, I was an up-and-coming Star Wars fan when the prequel trilogy came out. I was the generation that Jar Jar Binks was written for, and Star Wars has been there my entire life. It's now something that I get to share with my daughter. It's something that everybody in my house can agree to watch. It's not... I mean, my mother-in-law likes the original trilogy. My husband and I like all of it. My daughter likes Lego Star Wars. There is always something Star Wars related going on in the house, which is awesome because then I also have a lightsaber now because Star Wars. Because Star Wars. Awesome. I think that should just be my answer because Star Wars. Why do you do that? Star Wars. (laughs) Because I can. I mean, I have a video on TikTok of my husband and one of his friends having a lightsaber battle in my backyard. Like, is that the one where they're wearing kilts doing it? Uh, John's wearing a kilt, and there's John's wearing a kilt. Blasting. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I knew I knew there was at least a kilt. I couldn't remember if there was multiple kilts or if it was single kilt. Just John. That's All my right. other. That's my other typical answer. Because Star Wars and because John. John. Star Wars and John. (laughs) Solid answers. All right, Nick, what about you? What are some of the things that you like or appreciate about Star Wars? So unlike Kathleen, where it was always in her life, it was almost always in my life. Um, I was in that weird in-between moment where the first three have already came out. And I was also way before episode one. So... Those, so we were familiar with the first three episodes. Our parents made sure we were indoctrinated. Um, and then lightsabers. I mean, this is, I believe, this is the first thing that was a lightsaber like thing, uh, as far as sci fi goes. And yeah. then that was the reason why me and my brothers hit each other with sticks. I mean, <laughs> other than just for the fun of hitting each other with sticks. Yeah. It was the imagination of, Ooh, I can have a lightsaber and you know, just this really cool thing, even though it was a stick. Well, honest mom, it was a lightsaber fight. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit him in the face. And I was, I also fell in love with a lot of weird L songs that revolved around Star Wars. And it was just a very uh, fun time. Got to see it in theaters. and Yeah. That's awesome. And like Kathleen said, it's there's something for everybody. And Lego Star Wars is definitely one of those, I guess, the funnier side of Star Wars. Yeah. 
Lego Star Wars is my daughter's favorite because Darth Vader farts in it. So why not? It's amazing the things they do to Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I know, right? Poor Jar Jar. No, what is it? The uh, Padawan Menaces, I think, needs a um, some well, some type of award for blowing up Jar Jar into little tiny Lego little Lego blocks. So, uh, yeah, okay, well, that's a cool answer too. I I, I accept both of your offerings. So for me, pick on you. What's that? Even if I did pick on you, a little bit, yeah. You. A little bit, yeah. I'm okay with it, kind of. You're gonna start yeah. it though, aren't you? You're gonna say. I'm it. more. I'm more used to it at this point. All right, so getting used to it, oh, man. Yeah, I'm getting used to. It. I'm, I'm becoming, nice to becoming to expect it. All right, so here's here's my thoughts when it comes to Star Wars. Star Wars is. Like my marriage. <laughs> you, forgot I your vow, you forgot your vows already? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to say it just because at this point it was, you had to steer into the skid at this point. No, you know, the thing is, it, it, I joke about that, you know, and I, I'm half serious, half joking when I say that. Star Wars has always been there for me. When I was uh, a, a young man and, you know, a little guy and, and life was uncertain around me, Star Wars was a very solid thing it was always something i could go to something that made me happy even when the crap in my life seemed to be hitting the fan and even as a young man you could you know when those times are happening and but star wars was always there star wars was always very solid it brought me a lot of joy in my life still does bring me a lot of joy in my life and i love the fact one of the things that you guys each said is also one of the reasons why i appreciate it even though I'm an OG trilogy guy, that's where I came in. That's where I hang my hat for the most part. Empire Strikes Back is not just my favorite Star Wars movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. But my appreciation, my love for Star Wars doesn't stop after the return of the Jedi. It continued to grow with the prequel trilogies. It continued to grow with the sequel trilogies. Um, you know, then there's, Solo. there's Solo, there's Rogue One, there's all these different things. What did you say? I said until episode nine. No, actually, I, I, there, there are things that I have struggles with with episode nine, but there are also things that I really enjoy about episode nine. Um, and I can say that for, a, a, you know, there's, there's even parts in Return of the Jedi that I struggle with, but I still really enjoy that movie. So, for me, it's not just a, a movie. It's not just a, a, an entertainment thing. It's something that has always been there. It's been a very steady thing in my life that has provided constant entertainment and i love the fact that there is literally something for everyone when it comes to star wars there's books there's movies there's games there's music there's board games which by the way we're playing a board game you may have noticed it already but you know mave since this is pre-recorded we'll be talking about this in the post but we're we're playing a, a, a rpg game live on funny science fiction and pop culture addicts that is not a board game tim <laughs> there is no board involved it's our whatever okay just okay god anyway if you guys haven't caught on i've never played before i'm very much the i'm very much the rookie the noob uh the zero experience personnel person on this on this uh, i was about to say board game again uh although we are now in the future so you have played by now even though you haven't yet but you will and even e and even future me is probably going to make the mistake of calling it a board game because that's where my brain goes. <laughs> but within a couple times of playing, which I'm sure after I play once, I will, you know, I'll, I'll like it more. 
uh, than than what I'm a fear uh, of at this moment. But we'll get there. But anyway, there's something for everybody. If you don't like something of Star Wars, feel free to put that part of it down and go find the other part of the universe, the Star Wars universe that is good, that is fun, that is entertaining. Because trust me, there's an absolute lot of it out there. When so, all those videos watch Mandalorian. Exactly. Mandalorian, Boba Fett, there's the animated series, Clone Wars, Bad Batch. You know, Clone Wars has become one of my, by the way, Clone Wars has become one of my favorite things in Star Wars. You're welcome. I think I'm, exactly. I, th- I think you, both of you can stuff it. I think I'm, I, I think I'm in. This time. I just had the answer. You were smirking. I saw it. You were getting ready to. I wasn't no, but I, I think honestly, I'm on my sixth rewatch right now of the Maybe. entire series. Um, it's just so good. And, you know, but yeah, it tells it's it's a great I could go on. This is a topic I could go on for hours on. So I, I'm at some point I'm gonna have to reel this in. But this, it's something that I can. <laughs> exactly, Nick. I got to reel this sucker in. But uh, I'm going to stick the landing superhero landing. Here it comes. Uh, reel it in like Rogo reels in a, a frog. A little froggy egg. Yeah, you know, but Clone Wars is the perfect spacer between episode two and three. It helps fill in so many of the lost details, you know, because the the time frame of the movies. Again, I could go on about this for hours, but but find something in the Star Wars universe. Let people like what they like. You can like what you like and just enjoy it. So one of the other things that we have going on today is that we also have some some videos from as i mentioned in the outset we've got videos from some of our favorite content creators and we've got videos from uh some of our uh favorite podcasters and so i'm really excited to share these with you because these guys are also going to tell you what they appreciate about star wars what star wars means to them and you know and i strongly encourage everybody that's coming up on this list we're going to introduce them and please go check out what they're doing. Go listen to their podcast. Go follow them on TikTok or Instagram, whatever it may be. And please uh, go give a listen to who and what they are. Okay. Uh, the first one up on the list is Jason Taylor from the Three Geeks podcast. Hello, everybody. What does Star Wars mean to me? Star Wars is a fantasy, a journey. And when I first discovered Star Wars, I believe it was back in 96 when I fully remember enjoying the films when they were re-released in their special edition forms. That's not the first time I saw Star Wars, but that's the first time I remember watching it in such an experience. Going to the theater to see all three of the original trilogy was just so much fun. I got to go with a whole group of us. We enjoyed it. We bought the VHS tapes when they came out a little later that year. And I've been a fan since. I remember waiting in line to see episode one i think i was in line for like two or three hours it's just the community has always been a super fun part about it all and i get to continue that now i go to conventions and it all started with you know watching star wars and other star shows that i won't mention on this but uh everybody have a great day and uh just love each other star wars yay (laughs) just love each other that's That's right solid logic solid it is solid logic it is. Thank you, Jay, for that. Well, I mean, some are Seth and some are Jedi. I mean, there's got to be balance there. Um, it, you know, the, the Force does require balance. Yeah. For sure. You can still hit another Star Wars fan. <laughs> oh, goodness. So our second video is from our friend, Ben Riley, the hearty healer, 
from TikTok. What is it that I like about Star Wars? That is a very big and very broad question. I like a lot about Star Wars. But one of the things that means the most when it comes to Star Wars is that there's Star Wars for everybody. Everybody can be part of it. It spans nine movies, like a hundred different TV shows, games, books, legends, canon. You can go up to someone who's 60 years old and be like, Star Wars? And they'd be like, yeah. You go up to someone who's two years old and go, Star Wars? And they go, yeah. It transcends culture and regions and time and space. It's just this all-encompassing thing that people enjoy. Thank you, Ben. Ben and his water heater pretending to be a gonk droid. That's our gonk droid, yes. <laughs> but I do like the fact that he mentioned that it, you know, that it can span so many generations. And he's right; you can you can sit down with a two to three year old child, show them something clearly, and you know, from Star Wars, like Lego Star Wars, and totally entertain them. And you can sit down a sixty year old with that same Lego Star Wars. And entertain them as well. So that's the beauty of Star Wars. I mean, I all I have to do is start singing the Star Wars theme. And my daughter's like, Star Wars? <laughs> I, I think it's the... It, it, it shows us what our imaginations can do. Mm-hmm. It's one of those yeah. things that everyone's like, oh, well, let's just take my imagination here. <laughs> right. And who doesn't open their automatic doors with their... Yeah. I gotta use the force. Exactly. <laughs> What's really fun is when they're not quite working, and then the little kid is doing the doing the push. Yeah. harder. <laughs> and up next, we have Jake the Jedi from TikTok and Champions of the Force podcast. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jake the Jedi here. Check me out on TikTok and YouTube. Um, on there, I have all Star Wars content on TikTok, and then on my YouTube, I do a little bit of gaming and mostly Star Wars um, stuff. Um, and then I have my Champions of the Force podcast as well. Um, go check that out. Um, we talk about this topic, uh, about what Star Wars means to us, and just um, you know, exploring everybody's backstory. Like all the content creators I have on there, we always talk about their uh, their upbringing in content creation. But anyways, what Star Wars means to me, um, the biggest takeaway, the biggest lesson is don't be Anakin and fight through whatever you're going through. Look at Obi-Wan, especially with this new show coming out. Um, he goes through so much and he never strays from the light side. And that's what I strive to be. I always, no matter what I go through, I want to be there for my family and I want to be the best person I can be for them. Um, so that's what it means to me in a standpoint of like a lesson. Um, but what Star Wars means to me, other than lessons, is it's just my happy place. Um, I find that whenever I'm upset or whenever I have anything going on and I can fall back on Star Wars, it kind of just puts me in a better mood and it takes me back to like when I was a kid. Um, it just makes me feel happy again, um, no matter what. So it like, it just it really does, like when Luke showed up in Mandalorian, I cried, I felt like a kid. It's just tears of joy, man. Um, so yeah, that's your takeaway. Don't be Anakin, be Obi-Wan, fight through whatever you can fight through and just love Star Wars. Peace out. Mm. 
Love Actually, I, I love that, you know, because I remember watching that episode of The Mandalorian at the end of season two. And I, I I didn't cry, but I was very emotional and I got very excited, uh, like over almost overly excited, knowing that that was Luke seeing the X-Wing come in and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then him going through the hallway. I mean, I was standing up in my living room yelling at the TV, you know, just <laughs> like you would I, during a football game. It's exactly what it was. Yeah. Well, more like a hockey game at these days, but, but yeah, but the same point, you know, same, same thing. I was so excited about that. And it reminded me, just like he said, that reminded me of the feelings I had about star Wars when I was a kid. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that star Wars, especially what, with what John Favreau and Dave Filoni have done over the last, you know, decade of star Wars creation is that they have made sure that those feelings are, are reconnected. And I think that's so awesome. And I really liked how he brought up kind of like role models of sorts. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking about that. And I was like, you know, I actually kind of look up to Ahsoka Tano as a role model. Because Mm -hmm. she wasn't quite Obi-Wan, but wasn't quite Anakin. I mean, Anakin had some good things about him, too. But at the same time, I think Ahsoka had a very balanced view in life. Mm -hmm. And... She didn't just believe everything she was told, but she also was like, I'm going to figure this out. I got this. But Mm -hmm. she also turned and looked to people for help when she needed it. Yeah. And it's impressive, you know, especially when you consider the the arc of Ahsoka Tano, uh, because when we first meet her, she's 14. You know, she's a 14 year old child. She's an early, early onset teenager and just, you know, her arc going through. So by the time the end of the Clone War, she's, you know, she's only 2021. She's still a very young person. So it's very exciting to see. And that's one of the other reasons why I'm excited for the the live action show of Ahsoka. It was cool to see her in Mandalorian. You know, um, it was cool to see her in in, in Boba. But I want I'm excited to see her own show, see what they do with her and and how they help develop, you know, her her story moving forward. See, and I think it's cool, too, is like I remember growing up that people are like, Disney princesses were all the rage because I'm a Disney princess generation. Sure. Yeah. Princess Leia is a Disney princess, guys. Mm-hmm. And she also then shows you that a princess can become a general, that you don't have to just sit back and be pretty, but you can stand up and fight with everybody else. And I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love that. Absolutely. Yep. You can, you can be a princess and still kick some butt. So, all right. Our next video comes from one of our favorite podcasters, and I, I think I can say that for the three of us. We're, mm-hmm. I think we're all very much fans of their show. Uh, Nick's had an opportunity to be with on, on their show. I'm recording with them shortly, and hopefully we'll be able to get Kathleen on there again, or, or Kathleen on there with them as well. Uh, but this is Sam and Anna from Growing Up Skywalker. Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Sam. And we are from Growing Up Skywalker podcast. And on this May the 4th be with you, happy Star Wars Day. We just wanted to drop in and tell you what Star Wars means to us. Star Wars to me is about being an everyman and being a hero. From your Wedge Antilles to your Luke Skywalker, growing up to be someone who always does the right thing and has a crazy adventure doing it. From when I was... uh, tiny lad, I'd come home and watch the Battle of Hoth over and over and over again because I loved the craziness of the snowfields of Hoth to the jungles of Endor to the swamps of Naboo and everything in between. It's always been 
this absolutely crazy varied world where you can look like anything, be anyone, and have a wonderful adventure doing it. And I think for me, Star Wars shows me a hundred different ways to be brave. And now that we have so much Star Wars to watch, there's a hundred different examples of brave women that I can try to live up to. It turns out that the older I get, I never want to stop being a hero, but the more and more I want to be my own hero. So that's what Star Wars shows to me. Perfect. Happy Star Wars Day! May the Force be with you always. Bye-bye. So that yeah, that's adorable. yeah. They are adorable. They're a fantastic group. Uh, they they do a really good. They do a really really solid review show. Right now they're working their way through the the Clone Wars. Um, but yeah, go go give them a listen. Give them a, a subscribe and follow uh, on your on your podcast providers and and check out their show. You will not be disappointed. It is a five star show. And what I love about them is that he grew up with Star Wars. She knew about Star Wars, but wasn't quite a fan yet till after he met they she met him. Mm -hmm. And so then she's been experiencing Star Wars through the podcast for like the first time. And her she blows me away. Like her note taking, like the things that she gets out of these episodes and shows, I'm like, wow, that's Yeah, it's it's mind blowing sometimes. Yeah, but and I also love the genuineness of her excitement. When she's genuinely excited about something, she's not putting that on for the podcast. The excitement that you hear from her and Sam both is genuine happiness and excitement. They're very happy to be doing what they're doing, and it comes across through. So, But, yeah, please go check out their show. You will not be disappointed. All right. Our next video is from our dear friend, also from TikTok, Mattman, from the Mattman Show and the head of the Church of Star Wars. This is Matt Mann from The Matt Mann Show here on TikTok, uh, creator of The Church of Star Wars. And this is what Star Wars means to me. Star Wars was basically my entire childhood. I, I don't even remember which uh, series I saw first, the prequels or the originals, because I just remember my earliest moments being Star Wars. <laughs> um, ever since I could remember, I've had the toys, I've had the lightsabers, um, and I've seen the movies God knows how many times. Star Wars has always been something I can rely on when, you know, I need cheering up or I want something to watch. I'll just go back and rewatch The Clone Wars or I'll do a marathon. And, you know, it's always been there as like an escape from the real world if I was having issues or if I was having, you know, problems, you know, being a nerdy kid in high school. And obviously, you know, today it means a lot more building this community on TikTok here. I've met so many great people and so many amazing uh, talents through Star Wars. It's really been a bridge to all of these great relationships that I don't think I would have had otherwise. This franchise will stand the test of time. We will be showing this to our children, to our grandchildren, to our grandchildren's grandchildren. And I really don't see an end to it. Even if the series itself ends, Star Wars will live on forever, teaching all of these kids, every new generation, the same lessons we learned, and being that comfort for so many other people. Um, some people might say the community is toxic, and in a lot of ways it is, but I find that there is so much more people just willing to listen and willing to be a part of the conversation and that is where I choose to focus on.
that is the Star Wars community in my eyes. This is the way. <laughs> so before I before I, I take this down, I have a very non-Star Wars thing to say about the backdrop in his video because I feel like uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker and going, where does he get these wonderful toys? Because I want, <laughs> I want, I so want his Millennium Falcon, and I also want that Star Wars sign. Because ooh, the lolly, that's awesome. That little neon sign back there. Oh, yeah, that's 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 nice. So anyway, that's Matt Man from TikTok. Uh, we've we've had done an interview with him. He's been on our live show. Uh, we've done some TikToks back and forth with him, and he's just. You know, really good guy, and we have enjoyed uh, having him be part of our community and being part of his community as well. All right, so that's all the guys that we had videos from, and we want to thank every one of them for submitting a video to be part of our May the 4th celebration. And we're so glad that we have these creators and these podcasters as part of our Star Wars community. And like Matt Man said, it can be toxic out there. But you know what? You, you, you steer clear of the toxicity. You find the people like these guys here who are, are good Star Wars fans and they're happy with Star Wars. Uh, they may not always like the, the content, but they're happy with it. And so I think that's a, you know, a very important. This is all I got to say about the toxicity is strike me down and I'll become more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's Nick. Uh <laughs> So wrong. Probably not. All right. So I'm going to bring, we have a a slideshow we're going to bring up and we're going to talk about the Star Wars episodes that have been on both funny science fiction and pop culture addicts so that you guys can have Star Wars content throughout the month of Star Wars, of Star Wars month, throughout the month of May. So here we go. This is Captain Rex of the 501st. And he is also on Instagram and TikTok. And he was the reason basically why we kicked off the show and we made him episode number one uh he is a excellent guy and he talks a lot about what he does with uh, make a wish foundation as well mm-hmm. and he had some really heart touching stories as to what star wars meant mm-hmm. and yeah. him and his wife are huge star wars fans and his wife does an amazing job on his suit of painting. It's ridiculously good. It is amazing. He's the only reason I'm ever comfortable with the phrase sexy Rexino. <laughs> there, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there, there's a story in there about uh, a young man that he met through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And if you are finished with that story with dry eyes, you have no soul. I'll say that. So. Yeah. He, Ouch. We got to bring him back. We do. We do. Absolutely. All right. Our next one. This is with Darth Darth Chaco from TikTok. This was episode eight, Report from the High Ground. This was actually pre-me, so I don't have any of the happy fun backstories as much with this one. I remember listening to it when it came out, but that's about it, guys. That's No, that's okay. You know, the cool thing about about (laughs) this episode. No, you're fine. Um, 
the cool thing about this episode is, is I had been following him on TikTok and I liked his take on Star Wars stuff. I liked the fact that he could talk about things that he didn't like in the Star Wars universe without just absolutely dunking on it and trashing it. He, you know, he was very respectful of other people's opinions and he had really good Star Wars content. And so we got him on here and we talked about what his entry point to Star Wars was and, and, you know, kind of, kind of went from there. And actually it's because of him that I have a whole different viewpoint on the movie solo. And I actually appreciate the movie solo now because of Darth Chaco. Had it not been for him, I probably would still have an issue with it. He changed my perspective. Uh, All right. Next we have, and notice this is when we did our, when we started doing our uh, logo card changes. (laughs) We got fancy schmancy. Yeah. Uh, This is almost. Yeah. (laughs) We, We started, this is where the start was. We, we were inching our way there. But yeah, this is Lacey Gillerin from the Resistance Broadband Network. Uh, somebody I was, again, I was following on TikTok. And again, I liked her her show. I liked her content. And we brought her on, had a really nice conversation with her and talked a, a lot about what she's done. In, and she has an awesome story about meeting Mark Hamill in the it airport. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And she is like fully decked out in Ray Buns and, and the whole nine yards. It's it's pretty entertaining. So, yeah, uh, you guys definitely want to check that out. And this is Element 7, also from TikTok. Notice how we started with TikTok, tick, 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 TikTok, TikTok a lot. Um, TikTok and Twitter is where we got a, a lot of our early Yeah, guests. He is super knowledgeable about Star Wars. Um, he... We have a, we we do a, kind of a deep dive in this episode, and we probably just, one of the deepest, yeah, for the our episodes, yeah, yeah, and it was just really interesting to to hear what we had. Yeah, because he's also he also does a, a podcast with um, Darth Chaco. It's called Dyad in the Forest, which is why we use the name of his show as the name of the episode. Um, but one of, again, one of the things I like about him, the same thing I like about about Darth Chaco, is able to review the items without dunking on somebody else's opinion. And uh, yeah, definitely go check out those shows. All right, next, All right. Uh, another another title card change. Look at that go! Oh, look at us go! This is <laughs> with special guest Julie Dolan, the voice of Princess Leia in Rebels, and this is one of our Leias. This is one of the layers. Yeah, this is one of the layers. There's so many of them. And this is just before you started. Yeah. With us. All all the layers actually get together and go out to lunch. Yes. They they, they (laughs) They have lunches. They have layer lunches. And so the big thing about this, and and I I absolutely adore Julie. She's an absolute sweetheart to to talk to and and have interactions with. And she's been great. I've talked with her since uh, her time on our show. She was the first. Uh, of the Clone Wars Rebels community to give us a chance as a voice actor and come on our show and talk with us. And uh, her coming on the show uh, opened the doors for other people to be able to come on. To this um, other giant list of them. That's Exactly. That has grown <laughs> wonderfully ever since then. Uh, which her being on the show led to the next person being on the show. And that is Anna Graves, also one of just amazing person. Anna is awesome. And uh, she is the voice of Duchess Satine 
on the Clone Wars. She has she also has some roles in Rebels as well, but uh, the ones in Rebels were not nearly as prominent as Duchess Satine. And we're so happy to have her. She's been on our live show. She also um, guested with me on my other show, Focused on Forward, uh, to talk about her daughter's issues uh, with her uh, autoimmune issues. So it was it was kind of nice uh, to be able to develop a little bit of a friendship with Anna. She's been really cool to deal with uh, over the years. Duchess Satine. Whoa. we're we're internet friends so you know not like you know we i'm not part of the leia lunches let's just put it that way um i would I'm like not, to see you be leia that would be hilarious dude, i would rock the buns okay just boop. i i get like the big ear yeah. the the over the ear uh earmuff yeah. looking ones. i'd rock those all right going back to amazon to shop for tim more <laughs> and up next we have Alan White. He is, we also call him Master Alan. He runs a his own dojo, and he also runs Level Up Lightsabers, one of our sponsors. And it's better than a stick. It's better That's than right. a stick. That's so where that super cool video in the beginning of our, our episode came from, is from Alan. It's also my daughter's first podcast appearance. That's right. Yeah, that's right. When she asked him what his favorite color lightsaber was. That's right, yeah. I remember that now. All right, next we have our dear friend Matt Manigan talking about this picture. Star Wars. I know that's the best picture. Uh, We talk about the Church of Star Wars, how it got started, why the Church of Star Wars clergyman sounds like the impressive clergyman from Princess Bride, mixed with Monty Python. Um, It was it was a lot of fun. His R two D two scream is phenomenal. Iconic. I. I wish I could do it like that. That's just too cool. Yeah, I can't. No, I'm pretty sure I'd blow a vocal pipe somewhere. So, but yeah, so there's that. And then next we have the first interview we ever did with someone that made us get, we had to get clearance from Disney and I still have the email. (laughs) I did print out the email. I have the, the authorization from Disney for us to interview Daniel Jose Older, who is the lead story architect for the high Republic. And he's helping craft that that section of the universe all the monsters you read about all the characters you read about those are crafted and and selected by daniel and uh it's a really cool thing that he's been able to do and so we talk about that we talk about how he got into writing and what it means to him to be part of the star wars community and the fact that he's pretty sure that there's mouse drones around his house <laughs> house of mouse drones just flying around just big old ears everywhere making sure he's not breaking ndas Exactly. And this woman, she is amazing. In yes, fact, one of her, you might know her from a lot of her YouTube videos that she makes. And she is a stunt woman and weapons specialist. And she will kick your butt with she can a lightsaber. Yes, she will. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, her lightsaber skills are so amazing that Daisy Ridley uh, was rendered nearly speechless. Uh, watching her do the things that she can do with a and with a saber, she was like, and it's not only Daisy Ridley mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer and Michelle C. Smith in the same sentence. <laughs> exactly, yeah, which which was huge for Michelle Smith. So, all right, and next, this is Clayton Sendell. This was actually a really fun episode for us. Was, he did a documentary, The Force of Sound. Um, 
talking about how the the sound effects that we see in the sound effects that we see wow the sound effects that we hear in star wars how they're made um that was a lot of fun there's an interesting thing about chickens exactly uh, you know um based on your last comment you know there's the the capital one thing what's in your wallet what's in your coffee <laughs> <laughs> i can see sounds tim I can hear colors and see sounds. Uh, how you know that the Kathleen is sufficiently caffeinated. There you go. But yeah, it's a really cool episode. And if you guys go want to, you can go look up The Force of Sound on YouTube and watch. I think it's like a 25 or 28 minute documentary. It's, act, it's absolutely really cool how they developed the sounds, uh, different things you hear in Star Wars. Next, we have Bob Bergen, which most people you see by the picture there, most people know him as the voice of Porky Pig. Uh, but he is also the voice of Lama Su uh, from um... Clone Wars. Well, I know from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. I was trying to think of the name of the planet. On all oh. I could think of, Camino. There it is. Yeah, Lama Su from Camino. Uh, so the the head of the Camino Kaminoans. Is that how you say it? Kaminoans. Kaminoans. I don't know. Either way, but Star Wars expert ish. Heavy on the ish today. Uh, but yeah, but he's Lama Su, and so you'll hear him in both Clone Wars and Bad Batch. And our next episode, Kenobi! I can't Execute. do it as good as him, but you know what? Nobody can. <laughs> but he is also the Emperor, and Sam Witwer does amazing. And if you thought Dark Chaco knew a lot, Sam Witwer is like, oh my gosh. You know, he knows funny. tons. This is probably not the most appropriate comment to make, but I'm wondering who would win in a battle between his jawline and a lightsaber. That is an impressive oh, his, jawline in that picture. His, his, his jawline. jawline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hands down, his his jawline. But yeah, found something that will beat a lightsaber. You know, the thing is, is that you know we we talked about a lot of different stuff in that episode. We talked about him being Darth Maul and what it meant to him to bring Darth Maul back to the back to the screen and you know after phantom menace and we talked about his music and we talked about star wars in general and all these different things i actually that we talked about his star wars knowledge i actually tried to make his quiz difficult i really really did and he walked through that like you know it was one plus one equals two on every question it was really sad for me he didn't even need the multiple choice he was just like oh, oh yeah that's that yeah it's that yeah i'm yep. like and done. Didn't he correct you on one of them even? It's possible. <laughs> Thanks, Kathleen. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's see. And next... You were starting to feel too confident over there. Smash mm. it back down. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been the issue. <laughs> All right. This is Carrie L. Jones, the man behind the fur of Black Chrysanthemum in the book of Boba Fett. That was a lot of fun to experience a a first time character on screen getting to talk to him about bringing this character to life from the the comic books and the novels and this is the first time we've seen him on screen at all and it was it was cool to to see that brass knuckled wookie on screen hear his take on being the scary wookie oh yeah because he's freaking terrifying <laughs> absolutely all right next after after that we have Taylor Gray, who is the voice of Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. And so, again, we talk about him meeting, you know, what 
Star Wars meant to him, what, you know, growing up in that, in that community. And then also, uh, there's a really funny story from him about meeting Dave Filoni for the first time, uh, where there's a uh, Flyers Penguins issue. If you're an NHL fan, you'll know exactly what that issue is. And I don't remember who was wearing what hat, but one of them, it was Taylor, was wearing the wrong team. So, but anyway, yet, still got the job. Still got the job. So that means he was he was very qualified for what he did, obviously. And then we have, but wait, there's more. Dave <laughs> Fenoy. If you order now. He, we get to hear his inspiration for Pong Krell, and it blew Tim's mind. You know, I think I should have known that, you know, in retrospect, looking back at it, I probably should have known, but it, it just didn't click. The light bulb did not go off until he said it. And then now I can't unhear it, which I think is the way it should be, obviously. But, you know, uh, so every time I think of Pong Krell, I think of his answer and it makes Pong Krell a little less uh, slimy, but not really. Mm -hmm. You can see the evil side a little yeah, bit abso more. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, so there's that. All right. Next, we have the woman with a thousand voices, Jennifer Hale, the voice of Alea Sakura on Clone Wars. Honestly, I didn't know. I mean, I knew that was her, but that wasn't like the super exciting thing for me. It was all the other things she got her voice in. But it was a lot of fun to talk to her about what it meant for her to be in Star Wars and after all of these other things that she's been in. She's just cool. Absolutely. Yeah, she Jennifer. Had dreadlocks too. Like, I think she she had like a couple of dreads and it made me happy. I thought they were just braids, but okay. They could have been. I don't know. They could have been. They were inspiring to me. <laughs> and now for some Star Wars content on pop culture addicts. Hey, that's us. Weird. <laughs> weird. Isn't it weird? <laughs> So in December of 2021, Tim and I actually got to do part of the Indie Pods United. Uh, we presented our thoughts on the cultural impact of Star Wars. And it's everywhere, guys. It's just it's just everywhere. Yeah, Try to can... escape Star Wars. It's not going to work. No, it's... That's like being on Alderaan and trying to escape the Death Star. Well, that got cold quick. All right, so uh, we, on on Pop Culture Addicts, we introduced this thing that we do every Friday. It's called our Five at Five. We give you five reasons to like something, watch something, do something, whatever it may be. Uh, so our first, uh, one of our first Star Wars ones was five reasons why I love Clone Wars and why you should consider rewatching it. So there's five points given there. And each of these videos, these five for fives are between, typically between five and max of 10 minutes long. And Tim talks about Boba Fett and why he loves Boba Fett so much. And the, the cool things about the uh, about that episode, it was a, it was shot in retrospect of the things that uh, you could appreciate about that episode, about that show, the, the series in total. And once again, Tim talks Star Wars. Surprising. <laughs> I know. Shocker, right? Whoa. Tim talking Star Wars. Never. This Episode of Five at Five was Tim's reasons that Ray is a Skywalker because she said she is, so she is. So, and yeah. done. And stop You'll arguing it. about it. Stop arguing about it. It's done. It's over with. Let it go. That's how you argue thousands of er, 
anger thousands of people at the same time. Exactly. And our last one is about the upcoming. And when you, by the time you watch this, the thing that we have already done. The, the thing that we will have had done. We will have diddly done is the, it's not a board game, kids. I was told we're not playing a board game. It's a role playing game. Yeah, but there's dice. It is I, I, the mind. That I'm not entirely sure how to use yet, but I'm going to use them and it's going to be great. So you uh, will know how to use them by the point in time that people are watching this. <laughs> Absolutely. So that live show replay, all those uh, five at fives, those are all available on Pop Culture Addicts. The plethora of, of episodes that we showed you are all available on Funny Science Fiction's YouTube channel. So literally there is almost day for day something that you can watch. Uh, about Star Wars on either of those two channels. Because we love Star Wars. We love Star Trek. We love Stargate. And we hope that over the coming month of May that you enjoy Star Wars-based content. You know, whether it's new content or the great content that's already out there on our YouTube pages. If you have content suggestions for either show, drop a comment here, and we'll be happy to consider your suggestions. If so, you are Mark Hamill, we would love to have you as well. Right? Yes. <laughs> Notice us. I almost melted in a puddle with you just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. But anyways, we guys. Think... Though, we sound desperate, then maybe you won't say yes. Mm, well. <laughs> well, we'll scare... he'll either say yes or we'll scare him off. One of the two. <laughs> I, you know, he'll either... he's going to feel really sorry for us and be like, yeah, let's give these guys a chance. Or we will somehow all be getting personal protective uh, orders. <laughs> we'll Sheldon Cooper our way into this thing. Bounces <laughs> <laughs> his signature. It's an autograph. Exactly. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being part of our May the 4th special. And May, and May the, the 4th, 4th be, be with you. you. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, funny science fiction you can find us on twitter or instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi or you can go to draytonallen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page thanks again hope you enjoyed the episode 